Hello. I want you to look at me. I want you to look at my face if you're watching this on YouTube. If you're listening to it, uh, just perceive me. Just perceive my face. I feel very uncomfortable doing this. I hate being perceived, which is very ironic because I literally just exist on the internet for a living. But that's a different conundrum. Do you have a picture of me in your head? Or are you looking at me? Okay. What race do you think I am? Just take a guess. If you're watching this on YouTube, please comment it. And if you already know, sit this little social experiment out. This is for the people who might not be aware or or who just don't know. I'm I'm acting like it's like a like a monumental thing. Like you don't know what my race is. No. Um. Okay. Did you comment it? Did Did you think about it? Did you ponder it? Good. Today we're talking about race and. All the little complexities and weird little things that have that I've experienced being someone who is a mix of a bunch of them, and doesn't necessarily have like 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 I I I personally don't think that like when someone looks at me they can immediately just know what race I am, and that's that it's a very kind of isolated case that I have because it's like most people you look at them and you pretty much know what race they are or you you can think okay they're white mixed with something else but I'm about to read y'all my 23andMe results and set the set the record straight let's get into this right after this quick break When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, I did a 23andMe test a while ago. I don't think I've ever fully gone into it on, like, online. So, here we go. This, this is all, I'm just going to read them all off. If I say the percentage, it's going to take too long. Essentially, I'm half white, half a whole mix of Asian. So... We we got French, we got German, we got Portuguese, we got Spanish, we got Southern Indian, we got Sri Lankan, we got Bengali, we got um, Pakistani, we got Malayal. I don't even know where. The- <laughs> I don't even know where. <laughs> we got bro- broadly Central and South Asian. We got Chinese. We got South Chinese. We got Indonesian. We got Thai. We got Kimmer. We got Myanmar, we got Vietnam, bitch, we got Iran. (laughs) So, do you see me walking around pretending like I know Chinese? No. Do you see me speaking French? Hell no. How do you say no in French? I know we. I don't know beyond that. Do you see me... Like, Sprechen Sie Deutsch, speaking German. No. 
I'm saying all this because I'm basically completely detached from any race that I am, essentially. And it's not to say that I haven't grown up, like, in the cultures that are associated with these races. For example, like, um, my grandma speaks French, um, and she would, uh, she would cook, like, German food sometimes because my grandpa spoke German. So, like, I'd have, like, sausage rolls, no, not sausage rolls, cabbage rolls, bruh, (laughs) cabbage rolls, um, and then on my dad's side, I would have Indian food a lot of the time. Uh, my grandma made lots of samosas. Uh, I wasn't the biggest fan of Indian food, but that's besides the point. But what I want to talk about today isn't like any of those identities, really. It's the ones I like, get mistaken for. And, ju- and just how silly. <laughs> just how silly it can get, Okay. In the social media world, there's there there's a lot of um like your identity can is something that a lot of people use, whether it be for their content or just kind of like it's it's something that they feature in their presence online a lot of the time. Um, it's not really something that I do, and I'm not saying there's anything ro- like good or bad about doing that necessarily, like like live your truth like 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 share your culture with the world like we love to see it but like it's always been like interesting for me because i've never really felt like tied to any one culture um i just i like i'm just kind of me i'm just kind of like out here existing but things got so silly for me <laughs> when i started social media because I started getting opportunities (laughs) that were meant for races that I 100% am not. So early, early, early on in my social media career, um, I I, I got invited. This started with me getting invited to uh, it was called like the BET experience or something. It was basically like this big convention hall, and it was put on by BET, which is uh, I think it stands for Black Entertainment Television. Um, it's like a television network focuses mostly on like black shows, music, stuff like that. Um, they invited me to come to their experience as like a creator. I believe I had to like post a TikTok or something for it, um, and. I said yes because I thought it was cool and I was at a point in my like social media career where I was just like saying yes to like any opportunity like like literally like yarn makers of America could be like we are having the annual yarn convention would you like to come and post TikTok for us I'd be like yes sign me up now not so much now I kind of avoid leaving the house like the fucking plague and have fled North America to Japan, <laughs> partially because we're gonna. That's too much. We'll get into that another day. Um, but I went to this this uh, BET experience, and it was really cool. 
um i had a blast there was like a bunch of kind of like booths um there was like a few performances uh i got a picture with saweetie which was a very chaotic experience in itself um we we were told that like we had to go make a tiktok with saweetie to promote her new song but then she literally just didn't show up to where we were supposed to meet up with her and then there was like almost like a little crowd crush situation and it got a little hairy but that's besides the point what like really kind of threw me off though was like um i would like out of all the creators we were with i was the only one that wasn't black and i at first i didn't like think too much of it but then i kind of thought like well like why was i invited here like what 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 purpose am i serving here um like not saying that like only black people can go to the BET experience. N- not my call in the slightest, but um, it was just a little kind of interesting to me, but I didn't think much of it until I got invited to another BET event. It was like the B it was like the BET awards pre-show or something. And it was like a big concert event. Um, there's a bunch of artists that performed it was a lot of artists that I really enjoyed. And then I kind of like thought like, Oh my God, dude. Like, I think they might think that I maybe am like partially mixed race or black. And I know that sounds like ridiculous. Like I know, like probably I look, I look nothing like, like I have any sort of um like African American DNA in me and I don't but it was very it was very like I felt like I was taking up space that wasn't mine and it it, it made me feel a little weird and and that I just kind of brushed off like for the most part because um like it, it was kind of like two events kind of like a one-off situation or so i thought then a few like months later i started getting hispanic heritage packages in the mail <laughs> from different brands i don't want to name them i don't want to like call them out but like all of a sudden, like I was just, I was just in my house one day. G- get a big box at the door from like UPS. I open it up and it's like, we want to celebrate all of you Hispanic creators. And I was like, all of you? <laughs> what do you mean by that? And I opened it up and it was like all these, um, <laughs> it was like all these like things like celebrating like Hispanic heritage. Um, there's like some food, some like like some shirts and stuff. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like what? <laughs> Why did I get this? And I've never said, I've never said that I am any any part Hispanic in the slightest. Um I know Ancestry DNA says I have part Spain DNA, but that's like white. Like that's not really that like that's not Hispanic. Um the closest thing I can th- th- here's there's two theories I have on this. Either A, like they heard me say 
that I speak Spanish because there was a, a good period of time, like between 2019 and 2020, where I was like really on the grind to like learn Spanish. I, like I was, <laughs> I was in that du- that Duolingo and using this um this website called Lingoda, which kind of sucks. Don't use it. Um, to learn Spanish. And I was kind of, like, public about, like, me learning Spanish. But also just, like, for fun, I'd say hola. Like, I love saying hola. Um, So I think there's a chance that they saw that and assumed that I was Hispanic. Or B, I think they straight up just guessed. Like, they just looked at me and they're like, yep, he's Hispanic. Like, add him to the list. Add him to the PR. So first I got this Hispanic Heritage Month box then second um i got invited to this this was recently this was like a few months ago i got invited to this hispanic heritage month gala dinner thing um and i took i declined (laughs) because like like i know the food would have been amazing but that's not my place. Like, hello? And then, completely different brand. Um, made this, 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 they posted on all their social media. They posted on Instagram. They posted on Twitter. Probably Facebook. I don't know. Um, saying like, sh- like, shout out to all our Hispanic creators. We see you. <laughs> I was included in it. There's a picture of me. <sighs> so i started to like kind of feel guilty i was like oh my god like like is this my fault like 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 do i have like a moral obligation to like constantly like say what race i am to avoid this but i don't think so i don't think the responsibility is on me to just like make public knowledge of what like what type of like like person i am (laughs) even though i'm doing that now just to get it out of the way but it was it it just felt so weird it felt so weird And, and they ended up deleting they deleted the tweet and then deleted the 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 slide of me on the instagram post um but I started seeing these other, I saw this other unrelated TikTok the other day, and it was talking about how um, so many like brands uh, or brand agencies that hand out brand deals to creators, like will have a list saying like the creator and then what race they are. And I am so curious to see what it says about me. I'm so like genuinely, if you work in a brand agency or something and you want to like DM me like under the table and like, let me know what your brand thinks I am. I am so curious. That's part of the reason why I started this episode asking y'all to tell me like what race you think I am. (laughs) Because like if I don't say it, it puts me in a really weird position, but I don't feel like saying it because, and it's not, I'm not, I'm not ashamed to be any race that I am. Like I, I love the little mix that I am. Like I'm having a jolly old time, but I just don't feel like it's relevant to bring up really, but I kind of feel the need to now because all of a sudden I'm getting mistaken for other races, which is not good. So 
I want to get into um, kind of the effects, like like the effects of that of like just picking races for people or picking people for certain things because of their race. Um, we'll get into that right after this quick break. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> I talked about how. Um, I got mistaken for races that I just am not. And I want to talk about kind of um, the broader scope of... I, I, I really, like, have been struggling to articulate this. Like, even just, like, in my own head. Like, try, like how to approach this topic. I think that, obviously, like the need for diversity is so important. Like there's so many gaps, whether it be like, like across the board, like you look at any kind of industry, like you're not going to see a lot of people of color compared to what it should be compared to like the actual, like ethnic breakdown of the country, like whatever it might be. Like, I don't know. What is it? Like 40% of the country is like maybe people of color 60% is white you're not like seeing that 40% like say say you have like a a cast of a tv show it's probably going to be more white people than people of color which doesn't accurately reflect the racial breakdown of the country and I think that I think that's what we should strive to have is a having having like opportunities that were historically difficult or impossible for people of color to get. I think we need to have more opportunities for like people of color to fill those spots. But I do think that like we just need to have whatever like like whatever like a TV cast, a movie cast. Um, anytime you have, like, a group of people, I think it should, um, like, the Supreme Court, uh, like, the House of Representatives, I actually, I, listen, I don't know anything about United States politics, so, like, don't even ask me about that, but, like, it should be representative of the people. So, I think, like, where, where this tends to happen, where, like, we we get into these problems with race where like like i think companies are quick to just fill in blanks with um like for example like i okay i was part of this group of tiktokers that was put together by a company i don't want to say what it was but um I was, like, very kind of, like, an odd duck out. Like, I barely had any followers, and my content was so random. But I was picked for this group of people, and they all had, like, so many more followers than me. And I was like, why? Like, Loki, why am I here? And it was, like, almost all kind of white people for the most part. And then there was, like, me and, like, maybe a few other, like, like maybe two other um people like brown 
people. And I kind of like the the theory I have is I was picked like kind of for di- diversity. I think that this company like <laughs> realized that their their roster for this group of TikTokers was looking a little bit white and they needed like a little bit of spice, a little bit of Indian spice in it or something. And it made me feel like a little strange. Like I was obviously glad to have the opportunity, but I like very much didn't fit in like a, because of like my content and B because of like how many followers I had or just kind of like my success level at the time. It was very low. I was just like making like literally brain dead content. It was so bad, but I think that like, like, Obviously, diversity is such, such a, a like, I don't, it, it's probably impossible to ever get it right. And I don't think there is a right way to, like, tackle diversity in any industry, really. I think, obviously, like, we should work towards having it be most reflective of the people of the nation. Um, but I think, like, where the most problems get run into is, like, corporations that are trying to be like inclusive and just like do it horribly so like what what really blows my mind is like companies that will like use diversity for profit like like say for example like a company that will have an ad that features like um there's like maybe one white person and then there's like a nice multicultural family and then there's like a group of um like people of color all laughing around and then you look at the actual company and it's like white ceo white um like the entire executive team is just all white people like that is so performative and it's just using diversity as a means for profit which i think is really gross um but another like another reason why i think like a lot of the diversity efforts made by like companies i guess around the world like i'm like kind of talking just about like north america but like around the world like the re the way i really know they don't give a fuck about minorities is like like you could see a brand you could see like apple be like shout out to the asian pacific islander community all the asian americans we love you meanwhile like they're literally using like Chinese workers in a factory and paying them like scraps and making them work like 18 hour shifts and installing suicide nets on the windows so that they can't kill themselves because their job is so brutal. Like that's when I really realized that these companies don't give a fuck about diversity. They give a fuck about profits. That's all it really boils down to. Like, if 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 you want to pretend to care about diversity that extends beyond where you can make money okay just cuz there's people in china or anywhere outside the world that can't participate in american capitalism doesn't mean that they don't exist okay like that companies are very like kind of specific with 
their wording, whenever it's anything kind of diversity related, like they'll always say Asian American or like, um, like, let's take that for example, like Asian American. They're never going to actually give a fuck about like all Asian people. It's only the people that can buy their products. Like say for example, let's, let's just use like a random ass brand. Um, Dick's Sporting Goods. Dick's Sporting Goods. Let's say they make a an Instagram post being like, shout out to all the Asian Americans. They're saying that because they know that their clothes, like 90% of the clothes that they're making are being made in sweatshops in Bangladesh, in India, in China, where they're not celebrating those motherfuckers. No, they are paying them four cents an hour or four cents a garment and they are literally living in horrible conditions so and you know there's an argument to be made being like well i mean say dick sporting goods like obviously they don't have stores in bangladesh so like you might think why would they care about people in bangladesh but it's such like you can't you can't like fake care about diversity if you don't want to care about people of that race regardless of their nationality like and and the reason to that is because people that say are asian but don't live in the u.s they can't support that country that company financially by buying their products so they don't give a fuck about them and that's what it boils down to like until companies like until say like apple or something will make it so their workers in Asia have the same rights as their workers, say their Asian American workers in California, they don't give a fuck about diversity. And it's as simple as that. So let's continue. (laughs) Um, Now, I do want to say like how powerful like diversity like can be. Like, I remember growing up, like I want to say like, like early 2000s media and movies and stuff really did not have like I I would not see like Indian people really. Um and I'm using that as an example because that's like I guess like kind of like my most um visible ethnic break ma- makeup. I don't know. Um I I I just like wouldn't see Indian people in movies. And if I did, it was always like a joke. They'd be like, eh. It'd be like fucking Apu from Simpsons. Like that's the that's the representation that indian people were getting and like there was never an indian person like at the at the head of a marvel movie or um actually i was gonna make say ceo but i think there is like quite a few indian ceos but i mean still obviously not as many as like indian people in america but let's 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 curtail that point um so the first like when i saw um what's like eternals and saw i think his name is it starts with a k um the guy the indian guy from eternals whose name starts with a k i was like damn this is cool this is cool to see and i think eternals was like like if we if we want to look at like diversity checklist bada bing bada boom i think like eternals was like like they that's like a very a very ethnically ethnic representation of say uh, the american population and 
as I'm saying this out loud, I'm realizing this example is breaking down because like literally some of the characters are like British and stuff, and there's like different ethnic makes up makes up of that country. But I also want to say like it, that doesn't necessarily mean like we have to like anytime we're like there's a company or we are like casting for a movie it has to be exactly like we have to have one black person we have to have one chinese person we have to have three white people like no like that's not what i mean i think diversity can be so like it it i think it's a problem if there's no diversity if like it's all white people or all people of one race that's a problem but i think it's also a problem if we're just picking people for certain roles regardless of what it is like because of their race that's kind of what rubbed me the wrong way um back to like the tiktok group that's me assuming that i was picked because of my race which um i don't want to get into what the actual thing was um but from context clues i think that's what it was i think i was picked because they needed a little diversity fill they needed to have a extra brown person or something but back to back to like representation i I think that there's, like, still a long ways to go. Like, there still hasn't been, I don't think, like, a, like a, a blockbuster superhero movie where, like, an Indian person was, like, the main character. Which is, which really is crazy because there's, like, how many, there's, like, one point something billion Indian people on Earth. Like, we can get a Marvel movie. Come on now. But, um, to wrap things up. I think, oh, okay, my iPad just fell over. I get, I feel very uncomfortable talking about race because on one hand, I am very white passing a lot of the time, like very, very much white passing. Um, but on the other hand, sometimes I am not like there's certain situations, like say in the summer, like when I was a kid, I would get so tan and like you would, you would not think that I was like even white, um, but then other times I'm like, I literally don't go outside for the entire winter. And the next thing you know, I look like fucking mayonnaise. So that's another thing that's like very, very kind of fluid. And that's not something that people like to kind of think about, like race being fluid, because obviously I am just the races that I am. And when I get tan, that's literally just the sun. And I don't even like getting tan because I get sunburnt. So I'm not like act. I'm not like trying to look like a different race one way or the other. But it's something that happens. Sometimes I, I, I am more white passing and sometimes I am less white passing. And that is just like that. That is just something that breaks people's brains sometimes. And to play devil's advocate here. Um, I disagree with like, like 90% of what Nikita Dragon says and does. And I think she tackles race in a wrong way. A lot of the time, like when she tweeted, like what race will Nikita Dragon beat today? But I remember people were looking at older pictures of her, um, being like, you look so white here. And then other pictures of her where she would look very tan and some of them were she was very clearly black fishing she was very clearly like attempting to look black um like it'd be a mixture of like darker skin plus like her hairstyle stuff like that but there was a few pictures where it was literally just her tan and i kind of like ew i kind of saw myself in nikita dragon <laughs>
podcast is getting deleted. Um, but I was like, that is, that can be a real thing. Nikita Dragon, a horrible example. But race and your perceived race can be fluid because, like, skin color changes. Okay? Like, that, like that's not a crazy thing to say. Tans, like, happen. For me, I, I've never wanted to be one race or the other. I've just accepted that in the summer, I get a little toasty. And in the winter, I look like I am a hard-boiled egg sometimes. But it's hard to... And I've had people accuse me of, like, uh, not, like, that many. Like, this isn't, like, a big widespread issue. But I've had people in the past, like, tweet me being like, like, what is this, Ben? And it's, like, a picture of me, like, super tan from, like, 2019 in, like, August. They're like, why are you blackfishing? I'm like, huh? <laughs> So, I can't go out in the sun anymore? Like, what are we talking about here? Have y'all lost your damn minds? At the end of the day, like, I don't have an answer for it. I think there's so still so much about race that people just don't take into consideration. Um, and at the end of the day, just don't maybe guess people's races. Maybe just as a rule of thumb, don't do that. Um, I didn't take, I, like, I personally didn't take offense to it, obviously. I wasn't like, oh, they invited me to the Hispanic Heritage one dinner. I was like, no, like, I would have loved to go. I love dinner. <laughs> like, I'm gonna be fucking real with you. I love eating dinner. But I just felt uncomfortable because it's not my place. It's not my culture. It's not my race. That rhymes so well. I feel, I'm just gonna end the episode because that rhymes so well. Um, <laughs> hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know your thoughts. Um, if you are mixed race let me know what your experience has been with that that it's such a like you can have so many different crazy discussions like being mixed race um being like white say like white and black or white and asian there's so many different like complexities that come with like all those different mixes so i really am curious to hear um like your guys' personal experiences or just your general thoughts um and with that being said i love you all so much i'll see you next wednesday take care I was going to say, like, bye in, like, an Indian language, but I don't know. I don't know any of it. So, goodbye. Love you so much. Oh, I can say it in French. Au revoir. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.